so I went out and I was telling people uh, to vote for Alex Brower as city comptroller. And so, and he's all about um, establishing public utilities and holding charter schools accountable and establish a public bank and just generally increase transparency. But also he has worked before in credit unions and every single mm. door I walked up to and knocked on, I was like, he's worked in. And then I, I was like, it's CU. And my brain went CU like ACLU. He's worked in civil union. Nope. That's not how it works. Um, so anyway, my first time with this script going out, knocking doors, it was very cold last night. Um, and the very last house I knocked on the door and it was like the the dogs barked, but sometimes the dogs bark and nobody comes to the door. So you don't, you don't want to assume. Right. And so the dogs barked and I was like, just about ready to be like, okay, let's, that's it. They're not, nobody's home. Nobody's answering. Um, and then the dog started barking again. And so I was like, well, that's a weird occurrence. And somebody opened up the, like the four door like there's the the door and then there's the foyer mm-hmm. and then there's the other door and so they i could hear them open that one up and then yell at their dogs and be like hey come on get out of here kind of close the door walk up open the door be like hey um and then i said hi i'm zach sharp i'm here with the alex brower campaign and she said oh and her demeanor changed quite a bit <laughs> um makes sense so far <laughs> So far, and what so, you're saying makes sense. So I, I was telling her about the campaign and I got to the part where the it's credit union instead of civil union because <laughs> and my mouth is very cold. So I'm I'm trying to talk and I have to kind of make a very conscious effort to move all of the different muscles in my lips. And she's very pretty. <laughs> and, so, and so my brain, like my train of thought just leaves. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I was saying something. Uh, Civil union. Fuck. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And then she was like, sorry for being weird. Right when I, you know, showed up at the door, I thought you were my friend. Like, my friends are coming over and they were going to bring somebody else over that I don't know. And I thought maybe you were him. But uh, so my theory is it's either that or um, she had a Tinder date coming. Okay. So anyway, if any of the Jareds uh, had a numbskull show up to their door, uh, I did lose my train of thought because your eyeshadow was so good. And please remember to vote. Hey, Zach. Hey. Is this, are we, are we in phase three? Is it phase three? Okay, so here's what we'll do. (laughs) (laughs) So we have an after show now. Uh, Oh, that's concerning. Hold on. I told it to eject my discs and it was like, ejected the internal hard drive. And I'm like, no, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) That's important. No, no. Uh... Okay, I think we're good. I think that was not real. (laughs) Um, 
so Zach and I said some things that were really funny, but not in any way appropriate for our uh, main show. So we put it in a little after show and we are going to put that up on the Patreon. Um, so if you want that, give us a buck and you will have access to it. Uh, Zach, what kind of thing might be contained in the after show? I mean, definitionally, it's the kind of thing that I can't tell you what it is on on the main show. Okay, can you give us some uh, metadata, perhaps, if not the actual data on uh, the... Released, what? Released February 16th? Um... I don't know how big the file size is because I, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So basically it's stuff that like, I don't know. It's just bonus content. It, it's not going to be like super relevant. It's not going to be, it might not even be interesting, but it'll uh, certainly have less editing involved. Um, like I'm not going to bleep out when I say fuck, when I say fuck. Or when Zach says my name, or when I say my name, so go go give us a dollar and give it a listen, or or don't, and that's you know very much equally as valid. Or even better, give us a dollar and then don't listen. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a hot tip. That's a hot tip. Also, if you uh, have, let's say, uh, any do you, if you share like a significant portion of my dna i highly recommend skipping it (laughs) (laughs) i think this the show is good enough for those who share most of my dna okay what most you gotta like significant needs to be i know what you mean let's start there (laughs) i know precisely what you mean (laughs) Also, um, that's, like, very arbitrary. That's fair. Like, you could say the same thing about a fruit fly, like, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. If you're a fruit fly, you can listen to the after show, although you do not have money, so it would probably be difficult. If I am a parental unit of yours, though. Parental unit, uh, parental unit of the parental unit. Okay that kind of thing and if i and if if i exist somewhere in between parental unit and fruit fly it's up to me uh yeah i still don't recommend it necessarily but i do <laughs> do recommend giving us a dollar it like you know gives you a sense Always, of yeah. like i'm supporting independent creators you know mhm also, if you need technical help on getting it into your podcatcher, I have uh, no answer for you because I don't know how that works. You just like put the link and push the plus button in Overcast and then add URL. First step, download Overcast. Okay. <laughs> Does your stupid Android phone not do that? It lets me. I just didn't know you could get like a direct link of a Patreon feed. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's for like... A single person, it like has your name on it and everything. Ooh. So we can. So we could. So if you start sharing it with everyone, we can shut your feed down. Oh. Mm-hmm. Patreon's pretty cool. Or we could send out ominous messages to everyone individually. Ooh. 
I see you. Like a horoscope, but it's not even like... I see you, Jared. That broad. It's like specifically, Jared, here's your horoscope. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, So it'll be like, Jared, this is your personalized after show for Morying Bugs. Hey, Jared. And then I like, wait a second for you to say, hey. And then I go like, what the fuck is up, Jared? And then that's pretty much the end because I don't, I can only think in memes. Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. <laughs> uh. <laughs> One thing that I'm willing to express on the main show and not the after show, though, um, is my opinions about the U.S. government. Because it's a free country, I can do what I want. Um <laughs> <laughs> someone else who's willing to express their opinions about the uh, american government is um that's that's not a author that's a category the author is armin um the category is sad uh, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about zach <laughs> please click on the I link i clicked on the link um, okay like has okay. been clicked um, so this is a look a while ago. We talked about the different space force potential designs. Yes. Um, and you'll remember that none of them look like what the space force design looks like now. I also uh, remember some that. of them yep. had, had some nice little five pointed stars. Some of them, you know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and instead the one that they came out with, everybody was like, that looks like Starfleet. Um, which is true, but like, it's... <sighs> Okay. <laughs> So because I've looked into the Space Force logo before, Google was like, you're probably interested in this thing. And so this this thing that I'm looking at right now is uh, it's like showing where different pieces of the Space Force logo came <laughs> from, um, like kind of where they cribbed from the NASA logo. Uh, and then also right next to it, there's the Starfleet logo. And they're like, it looks too much like the Starfleet logo. Um, and so I was like, that's I don't know. It doesn't feel like real criticism right like if you have a problem with space force have a problem with space force um if you have a problem with this logo design have a problem with this logo design if you have a problem with the american government taking uh inspiration from the american government what okay but starfleet is not the american government correct um but give me a second i gotta it is very specifically the united federation of planets so before we had Space Force, we had the Air Force Space Command, um, which was mostly in charge of things like putting up satellites um, for reconnaissance and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And that logo looked a lot like the Space Force logo. It's just it had two swoops instead of a single swoop. Um, and the stars looked kind of different. So that's the one that actually stole from Starfleet. And then... The Space Force logo just took inspiration from the the logo of the organization that it grew out of. Okay. This is not to say that I in any way endorse uh, Space Force. I would much rather space stay a research thing. Um, but my problem with Space Force is not that their logo looks too much like other logos. Because there's like only so many arrangements of lines and curves. That's not true. Correct. Um... <laughs> There's only, no, 
I don't know how to prove this, but it's it's a potential that there's only so many like visually distinct ways to arrange okay. lines and curves. I'll give you that. However, <clears throat> this is a bad logo. Yeah, it's I don't know. It looks like a a military logo. What's the army logo look like? Ooh, it looks like a bunch of people. Give me the actual. That's got a fully rendered eagle on it. That's not. If we're going to talk about logo design, let's start with the criticizing the fully rendered eagle, and then we can go to the triangle. Okay, so here's a question: Why does a military military organization need a logo? What is the purpose of the logo? I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Zach. Okay. Okay. Marketing. Right. And I have some opinions that uh, I'm not going to say out loud. That'll be in the after show. Because if the government's going to get mad at me, they should at least give me a dollar. <laughs> Some other information that I found, because I was researching this um, instead of taking a shower this morning, um, Zach smells is that bad. A, <laughs> a uh, the Air Force Space Command um, was the thing that existed before Space Force was Space Force, um, and it's now just a, it's, that's what Space Force is now. That's um, what they want you to think. Space Force is still part of the Air Force. Sorry, I said that wrong. Space Force is still part of the Department of the Air Force, but is not part of the Air Force. NASA's the the space research arm for non-military applications for the United States government. Um, so, like, the only place that they share is, like, if you go all the way up the executive branch. That's where they meet. Um, okay, so let's just imagine something, right? Okay. So you have the five branches of government, or uh, five branches of the military, or four. Okay. How many branches of the military are there? Army, Navy. Are the Marines their own thing? I think so. Right, hold on. Let's just Google it so we're not saying... Air Force, Space Force. Okay, so looks like there are five there's the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard. And the Space Force. So, But you said not that. You said that the Air... They, they are their own military branch. They are not part of the Air Force. They're part of the Department of the Air Force. Okay, so is there a Department of the Navy? I have no clue. Because I'm thinking like... So you have five main branches, and then Air Force branches off two different ways, and... Like, we could have a whole, like, military tree. So the Department of the Navy oversees the Navy, the Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard. So it... In time of war. The Coast Guard, not in time of war, is not managed by the Department of the Navy. So is that only when Congress says there's war? Or is that, like, any time that we're fighting someone... It's it's four words on the the Wikipedia of let me see <laughs> Command F war 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 um, the Coast Guard has been involved in every U.S. war since nine or seventeen ninety, um, including the war in Afghanistan and the Iraq War. So okay, 
That doesn't answer my question, just for the record. Um, Upon the declaration of war and when Congress so directs in the declaration or when the president directs, the Coast Guard operates under the Department of Defense as a service of the Department of the Navy. Uh, This is confusing. Correct. We should refactor the military just to make it less confusing. (laughs) The child agencies of the Department of Defense are the Department of the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the NSA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, and the National Reconnaissance Office. Uh, geospatial intelligence that's when they hook ai up to the entire globe and we get um no you know in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy uh spoilers uh that like when we find out that like the earth is just like a big computer trying to calculate the meaning the question of the universe or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah that that's geospatial intelligence geospatial intelligence that seems like a fever dream i'm gonna make i got got the book right here excuse me Mm -hmm. do they figure that out at the end of the very first book i have no idea i remember bits and pieces of a couple of the books and then i remember very distinctly um when he learns to fly and goes up on the airplane. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. I need to reread those books. He learns to... Okay, this is uh, major spoilers ahead. Fire, fire off the spoiler horn. Um, he learns to fly by forgetting how to not fly. <laughs> I love these books. <laughs> Apparently, the guy who made P-Calc... Uh, had a close relationship with Douglas Adams because he used drag thing. Oh. Cool. Um, also, the Department of the U.S. Post Office used to be part of the cabinet. Um, it but now be. it's its own entity. Oh, come on. Freaking Nixon. Nixon and all of his working with the Post Office Union. <laughs> the Post Office is the most important part of the U.S. government. It works the best out of, like, any postal service in the world. It's a truly impressive system. I wonder if you added up all of the square footage of all of the currently existing post offices, like the actual physical locations, Mm -hmm. and the interiors of every U.S. mailbox, how much space the United States Post Office is entitled to. Okay, hold on. Uh, square feet. Because that's, that's a thing you learn when you're canvassing, is that it's a federal crime to mess with somebody's post box. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, number of post offices in the U.S. That is a phone number. <laughs> and not... <laughs> Uh, hold on what not uh 1.8 billion (laughs) okay so there's 31,000 so I'm gonna multiply that by 
Amtrak used to deliver mail from city to city um, until 2004 when they decided it wasn't worth it because they had to spend a lot of time uh, connecting to and disconnecting from all of the mail cars. And probably that's the reason that the main Milwaukee mail office is right next to the Milwaukee Intermodal Station. These are all things that I learned because I saw somebody yelling about a logo. I'm not entirely listening. I'm going to be honest. That's fair. I am not sure I was either. I am very uh, in-depth trying to figure out the size of the collection boxes. In theory, there's a number so that they can tell you how big a box can be. What do you mean? Oh, all those. I didn't think about those. What were you talking about? On the front of your house. Oh, dang. Okay, that's a much more difficult thing to calculate. There's a mailbox, and nobody can touch that mailbox but you, the resident of the house, and the United States Postal Service. Okay, so I'm going to assign you that. Figure out how many of those there are. And roughly how big they are. You couldn't say one for each house, could you? You could say, like, one per each residence. But also, like, think about... There's some small towns that I know where the you don't have a mailbox in the front of your house. Your mailbox is in the post office. Well, uh, okay. Um... I think that's going to be in the very, very minority of cases. And if we're just going to our rest, rough estimate of square footage. Okay. I don't even know where I'd start to figure that out. Just like number of mailboxes. Start Googling. See what happens. Okay. How many mailboxes in the U.S.? Here's the sky, size and scope. Have you noticed those weird new mailboxes? I haven't, can't say I have. Where have all the collection boxes gone? There are seven unions. There are 143,000 collection boxes. Yeah. Which is what you were looking at. Mm -hmm. No, I have those numbers. Tires, dollars, 47% of the mail. We have a lot of postmaster generals. Okay. But 158.6 million delivery points. I think those are like mailboxes does that make sense yes okay so if we say how big is a mailbox see that's that's another place where it's tough is that there you could have like the big one on a stick at the end of your Mm -hmm. or you could have like me we can fit maybe eight letters in my (laughs) mailbox before it gets too full Here, here's the rural mailbox. I have dimensions for that. Oh, and I have a whole timeline. The U.S. Postal Service has a lot of information. Yeah. I love the U.S. Postal Service. After the revolution, we should build it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> when the revolution comes, all postal workers will be saved. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to 
What's going on? Notice the weird new mailboxes. What weird new <laughs> mailboxes? New York Times, what are you talking about? No, that's a digital mailbox. I don't care about megabytes. I'm going to make a guess. It may be right. It may not be. Okay. I'm typing this number into Wolfram Alpha to see if it is reasonable. Because I don't have a good... Mm-hmm. like. Okay, so we're going to say this number and square feet. Uh, 282,095,153 square feet, which is approximately 10 square miles. Wow. That's not counting, like, distribution centers and stuff. I'm not sure if that's a mm-hmm. thing, but, like, post offices, blue boxes, and mailboxes. That's going to be my guess. Hmm. How much? Okay, it's... I wonder, like, what agencies that puts it up against. Like, the Department of Land Management is going to have more. You're right. But, like, does the NSA have more or less? Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Don't they have that big, the AT&T Tower in somewhere? And, like, they're not going to tell us all of it, so we'll never know. Oh. Gosh darn it. See, we need. This is why we need transparency to do stupid research about nothing. <laughs> Freedom of Information Act. Please tell me exactly how many square feet your department is in charge of. It's for uh, journalism on my podcast. We're ranking all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start a new political party. And my platform is that whichever departments have the most square feet get the most money. <laughs> okay. Screw the House of Representatives. We we distribute right. it by which not by people, but by landmass. That's how we do votes now. That's how we do votes yeah, but now. Not officially. <laughs> <laughs> every we're going back to like like when like to be a citizen you had to own land mm-hmm. reverse um reverse estonia you cannot be an e-citizen because that's just not how it works i don't <laughs> think anyone would agree with you on that because if i guess Why not? needing land Needing land to become a citizen is not the same as being a land or nope. <laughs> uh, having land means you're a citizen, right? Uh, yes, right. Yep. You need to be okay. like, you need your citizenship and land to vote. Gotcha. You need okay. citizenship and land to get health care and whatnot. Mm. which just to be clear i am not abdicating for that sounds like a terrible (laughs) idea especially for me who very much does not have any land i a renter with no health (laughs) care that's what you do that's how you get medicare for all started yeah 
You're like, hey, so it's gonna be a slow roll <laughs> We're gonna disenfranchise every single person who doesn't have land, right? That's a plus for you guys, right? But everyone who does have land gets health care. <laughs> uh, and you might be saying, Zach, that's uh, how it works now. And I would say, well, clearly you don't see the bigger picture, right? Yeah, gotta think in uh, long time scales, generational, mm-hmm. generationally, mm-hmm. right. Because then the next next phase, uh, U.S. government phase three, uh, f- <laughs> phase three of the United States cinematic universe, uh huh, is give everyone land. Oh, go back to hunting or, the buffalo. Yeah, no, we're uh, just um, what's the what's the word? Uh, like boiling the frog, you know, like you. Just, Slowly uh-huh. raise it up. That doesn't work, but like, or you could go all the way into like anarchism. Mm, you know, I'm down for that. Nobody owns land. Ooh, no one's a and citizen. So then nobody has rights. No one has rights. Everyone has rights. Exactly. You can't tell me what to do. I'm not a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not advocating for this. <laughs> bigger stick diplomacy doesn't really work oh it does work doesn't it huh uh don't like the government cool start a revolution we dare you this is the gay agenda (laughs) (laughs) uh so we have an agenda document (laughs) <laughs> Zach just added the word gay to the title and now it's the gay agenda, gay agenda. phase three phase three new headcanon every um, every piece of chaos introduced to the podcast is a part of phase three it's all intentional <laughs> it's all part of phase three so Last last episode, I talked about zines and a particular zine that I was interested in, and uh, I refused to give out the name of the of the zine, but via some very persuasive court orders, I have been um, asked to share that it is in fact a zine called an antidote. Uh, you can buy it in. A Room of One's Own in Madison. I don't know where else. And Zach, this is a zine. This is a zine. This... I'm looking at it. It's got a purple cover. It looks like somebody like sketched the front onto it. Yeah, so here, like, listeners, you can't see this, but this is printer paper. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like someone arranged it and then, like, just kind of copied off a bunch of them. Yeah, that's that's something that was clipped out of a notebook. Very yeah. definitely. It is a it's a zine. It's a heckin' zine. The cover is just a purple sheet of printer paper and it is <laughs> awesome. It's really really good. It's like it it it's an antidote to reflections on queer shame and it is 
really insightful and really, really good. And if you have access to it, you should buy it. Next time I'm at, uh, please tell me the name of the, the bookshop again. A Room of One's Own. Next time I'm at A Room of One's Own, I'll keep my eyes out. Please keep your eyes in, but be on the lookout. <laughs> Zach's thinking about ways that he can pop his eye out and have it still be useful. <laughs> Is that the face? That's the face for when I'm thinking about how I can pop my eyes out, but have them still be useful. Uh, listen, we've been doing this for a long time, and I think I think I, you know, we've seen a lot of each other's faces. <laughs> Would you be able to tell me exactly how long we've been doing this, though? Um, one sec. Okay. Uh, one second. It has to compile, like, a whole... Oh, no. I'm afraid I will not be able to... Okay, at some point, I had an Xcode project that would tell you exactly how many hours we've been talking. <laughs> but it is not building anymore. Would it get, where would it get that data from? It uh, gets it from our RSS feed and then counts up the number of hours of MP3s. Wow. That's information I'd like to know. Me too, but it won't build. That's like, I remember a while ago I was thinking about what I would put on like my own dashboard for my life. And at that point, it was like, how much money was in my meal plan account at school? And that's um, not relevant anymore. But that would be a, a good thing to just know, like, how many hours of podcast I have released. Like, we could do roughly an hour for everything up until the book club. And then we can do roughly an hour and a half for or all the stuff we did for the book club. And then we can do another mm -hmm. hour after that. I think this has been a very math heavy, heavy episode already. <laughs> I don't know if we need that. Fair enough. Could you tell me maybe how much time uh, we've spent doing this in the last couple of weeks? Uh, in the past week, I've spent uh, exactly, let's see, um, just about two and a half hours between show prep and recording so far. Mm -hmm. uh, and last week, come on, dude, last week. Oh my god, Toggle, you're the worst. <laughs> it appears that... What the heck? Oh no, this is... I'm the worst, Zach. Why'd I do this to myself? Oh, that was stalling. Okay, six okay. hours. I spent six hours <laughs> in the last two weeks working on worrying bugs. Fantastic. I'm glad that you have... Um such important and up-to-date up information so readily available at your fingertips uh how about you zach because you're tra time tracking now i'm time tracking now um i almost clicked the stop button which is the the wrong button to hit oh i've spent 58 minutes this week wow and last week it was an hour 44 wow Wow. Glad uh, the labor is divided so well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. How do I see where this hour and a half came from? Team, no. Certus. 
Oh, are you actually using the Super Opsim Corp one? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I've been time tracking, and you added this this thing here for me to tell you where my time's going. Yeah. Um, Where's your time? And going? the answer is like I could probably tell you, but this is not a very good. What I what I want is to be able to look at a calendar and see where the time went within that calendar. I need to switch workspace again because that's not, there we go back to my school workspace. Um, so I get this nice little pie graph and it's like this week you spent 24 hours on all of your classwork. But like what I, what I actually want to see is, um, like the timeline view that you can get on the iPad or on the desktop app. Mm hmm. But for a whole week, all up next to each other. Yeah, that would be nice. I was hoping you were going to be like, oh, yeah, actually, you just need to go in and click. I'm downloading CSVs to see if I can do that. Okay, that can't possibly be correct. What do you mean? What do you mean? 500 bytes that's not even like that's not even metadata okay you're dumb so anyway i'm I'm using timerly um that's been super helpful because it feels like i can actually do it i installed it on my phone um and it didn't kick me out immediately after installing which is what used to happen uh so wow for the last week i've been time tracking every every school interaction and um I spend the majority of my school time in class, I've learned. Really? The, I suppose what I should say is the most tracked individual items are time in class. Let's see. For some of them, like this one, all of the time I spent on this class was in class. For others, it's a little bit more skewed. Okay. Um, I'm finding out that you can't look at your report by tag. So the way I do it is I do a school project and then I tag it with the class and then I make an, I have a shortcut that looks at my OmniFocus to see what the actual task is. And that goes into the description of the task in Toggle. Wait, okay. Can you review that? So I have a school project. Mm-hmm. inside a personal workspace and in each of the tasks i tag them with a class a class name ah okay then it looks at my omnifocus under the project for that tag and mm-hmm. sees what tasks tasks i have available and then it asks me to select like which one I'm working on. Okay. And then it puts and then it starts tracking time for that task and then I stop it when I'm done. But I'm finding out that you can't sort by tag. So I'm just seeing like the names of the tasks I do. But I have fifty hours of them. Hmm. In the last week? In the last week. How how much other stuff gets time tracked for you? Uh, almost none. Because, 
Yeah, no, nothing. I don't know why. Just, like, I don't want to. Uh, let's see. Approximately... How much of that? A quarter of that is in class. It probably would have been more, except I ha- I had a a big sad day on Monday. So almost nothing got tracked that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, I work Fridays from usually about nine to five, mm. actually. Um, and then I come home and I'm not in the mood to just like plow through some reading this book. I think the font in this book is wrong or something. I couldn't tell you, but it like, my eyes just like slide off of the page sometimes. <laughs> I like I'm I'm looking I'm like okay we're gonna read this and he's like the late King Richard and I'm like what does that have to do with the city and he's like the late the late uh pauper pauper king I don't know what any of these words mean um <laughs> the French Antigua uh was a uh, he had to establish his bestilments and I'm like none of those words mean anything and he's like, so then he could, you know, show off to all of his other friends with their other Antiguas and their other bestilments. And I'm like, geez. And then they're like, but the English had their own battlements that they had to install. Um, and none of it makes any sense. And it's the wrong font and I can't focus. So that's uh, one of the largest chunks of of track time and why I don't like to read on Friday. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What do you hope to gain from time tracking? I thought I thought there would be more like information you could pull out in in the reports. Yeah, me too. Toggle. Heck. Okay, so it's a little bit better if you go into the detailed view. Yeah. But you still can't sort by tag. You can filter by tag. I don't want to filter by tag. I want to just see them next to each other. I don't think they expect you to do... Why not? Because, like, things can have multiple tags. Well, yeah. I think a class being a a class being a project within a workspace is a reasonable... I don't want that, though. I want to see the big pink chunk in my toggle. Fine. Right. Yeah. I'll change. No, I agree that there should be because there's like I'll change everything again. I've used it's Mint fine. before to keep track of money, and and they've got like you can see your big like here's everything you spent, and here this much was automotive, and then you click on the automotive thing, and then it goes in, and it's like this much exactly. was gas, this much was, and I so I want like Daisy Disc, but for my time, like the data is all there. Just give me it. I can't be writing this app i've got to make my blog so you you made this thing and you were like where's your time going and the answer is i don't know okay i do know now toggle knows i just don't know how to extract that information <laughs> where does it feel like your t- time's going and how does that compare to what data you're seeing it's if i look at these it's i just want here let me pull up my app so i can actually look at timeline view because that's the only way that it makes sense to me okay It's actually significantly less time than I thought it was going to be, Hmm. which is refreshing. Um, And a lot of that comes from things like, I'll read a little bit, 
and then I'll stop and I'll get ready and then I'll head over towards school and then I have to wait 15 minutes because I'm 15 minutes early for class. And then I'll get out of class and I'll kind of sit around and I'll have lunch and I'll scroll on Twitter for a couple minutes and then I'll uh, start reading something else. See, I have the opposite reaction. It is less than I thought it would be, but that's bad because I know, like, I don't want it. This is taking up 50 hours of my week out of the 170 or so. Mm -hmm. And that's not even all of it. There are pieces that aren't being tracked. Yeah, like you said, the stuff like right, the time you sit around before class, the the walking to class, walking back from class, the time that I do not have to myself, but also is not getting tracked. And right. that's not I'm like I'm I kind of sound angry, but like not because I want to track it, but because I'm upset because it's taking up so much of my time, and I know it's even actually even more than this. Yeah, and that's upsetting. I th- I think largely I'm just trying to be okay with with the journey I suppose with being like okay I'm going to go you know I'm going to go to school and it's going to take me a couple minutes to bike there the thing that's more frustrating is if I stop doing work I'm at the end of a chapter and I get up and I brush my teeth and I still have 10 minutes before I really need to get on my bike and head out and that's not enough time to start work but it's also not enough time to like feel comfortable Mm -hmm. in. So that's the place that I'm the most upset about. And I'm not sure if there's anything in particular I can do, especially given I've only been time tracking for a week. It helps me to notice when those times are at the very least. I'm just cranky, you know? Yeah. I am sorry that you have apparently double the amount of school time that's not your fault. That's my fault. Also, in the singular last week. Yes. Right? Like, it might be... No, it's over 100 for the last two weeks. I don't have the last two weeks of information. You do. You just have to... This one No, I... like, I didn't... There's, there's oh. not <laughs> data in Toggle. Okay. It's just, like... Hmm. You know... Yeah. And this is why I drink. I feel like... Oh, boy. That's not... It's not healthy. It's well, not like I my mean... therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it in a more productive way. I mean, I say that, but honestly, what productive thing have I done to deal with? Like, I, I don't know. I get stuck scrolling on my phone when I'm anxious, and that's not any better. Um, it's a little bit I better. I can wake up the next morning without a hangover. I just have an upset neck because I've been like scrunched up. Yeah, no, um, I. Uh, okay, first of all, I don't get drunk enough to get hangovers, uh, and I do think you're what. I I didn't know that. Well, uh, but also like, I think scrolling is better for your liver at least. Right. Zach, I'd appreciate if you hit the mute switch before you peed in your jug. <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. Thanks. How much can I expense um, <laughs> to the Patreon um, mute switch? Uh, you're going to have to put it together yourself, but sure. <laughs>
you can make a circuit that give that just when you push the button, it just gives zeros to the USB cord that you sliced. Spliced. Okay. But other than that, I think it'd be very difficult in your current situation. Right. So no. USB mute switch. Because you'd have to... Does USB do ACK signals? I have no idea. Because, right, there's information going both ways. So I would need to cancel all of the information going from my mic to the computer, but all of the information from the computer to my mic would have to keep going through. Yeah. But if my mic is supposed to be sending acknowledgments for the information it's receiving, I would have to let the acknowledgments through and just not the rest. And it probably isn't even zero. It would have to be like a silent signal. Right. Could you... No, you couldn't do that. I was thinking, could you just cut power to the sensor? Or maybe you could. If You'd have to take apart your microphone and not just the cord. Mm. It's been It's been beat up a little bit. If I break it, can I expense a new one to the Patreon? <laughs> uh, we'll see how well the after show does. Uh-huh. If you want more quality content of us, like, doing math on the podcast, <laughs> throw a buck our way. Or, you know, five. I'm just so sad that I can't get a week of, t- like... There's this dumb, (laughs) narrow UI, and I can't expand it and get a whole week of what my week looked like. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Waiting. iCal feed, if you pay for it, how much do I have to pay? Don't tell me free trial. Tell me what the price is. That's need-to-know information. (laughs) upgrade 18 dollars a month dang that's a lot oh wait no no i'm doing starter nine dollars a month that's still kind of a lot lot. that's a lot and so that's why they don't provide it to you for free is because then you wouldn't you wouldn't pay for it pay for it uh thanks toggle thanks Uh, all right well so there's tiktok nope there's Toggle. I reached in the bin. They both have the same starting letter. And it just kind of... <laughs> Zach, why are trees sexist? Trees aren't sexist. People are. Trees are also sexist. You can't... Really? Well, yeah. Do I need to get into a radical feminist rant? Trees are sexist? Everything is sexist, Zach. Trees? Zach. Trees are trees. Trees are trees. <laughs> trees live in a society. <laughs> uh, a, a tree society or like within the confines of our society? You're going to have to read the journal to find out. Like the... I don't know. Why are people sexist about trees? <laughs> so there's um there's a lot of reasons. 
so you know right i care about the city i care about like how that affects people um but caring about bikes and buses everybody is doing that now i have my whole life (laughs) i cared about buses and bikes before it was cool precisely i have my whole life ahead of me to be like oh yeah we need bikes and buses i don't that's not going to be my thing my thing now oh boy my new thing (laughs) is that i care about street trees um reason one we need street trees birds make people happy birds like trees reason two we need street trees uh current what birds make people happy is i didn't need just a touch more justification for that because birds (laughs) do not make me happy really like bird song i don't hear bird song it's a city sounds like sirens exactly because you don't have enough street trees i disagree i think there are plenty of trees i think birds just are quiet and cities are loud okay well that's that's a bikes and buses argument and i'm not i'm not there right now (laughs) i'm at street trees you're trying to justify one of your arguments for why street che- trees should be there is unfounded at best. <laughs> okay. Birds just like poop on you. And like there are, there are bad birds that cr- that caw and such. And those aren't good bird songs. I don't know. Sometimes I hear a caw and I'm like, that's just the right kind. That's, you know, that's the mood. Like, okay. Um, yeah. No, if it's, if it's a witchy mood, I'm down for crows. Right. And so I think crows need to be allowed at all times so that when you're in a witchy mood, there will be crows. Okay. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. All right. Street trees are okay. uncanceled. Street trees are important. But it's not like I'm not saying we just need to go out and start planting more street trees. Um, Replace streets I with think trees. There you go. That's a bikes and buses argument. So I don't think that's a bikes and buses argument. I think that's an Italo Calvino argument. i hate you so much i hate you so much oh that was so good i hate you for being that clever so if we're gonna go back up and we're gonna live in the trees we need food right presumably yeah right we need to eat and so you can't eat male trees no we need those to function as the post the postal workers male trees m-i m-a-i-l male trees trees. male trees Ah, that's when you um you send an email and then somebody else replies but they like reply all to more people and so it like extends in these really convoluted ways um don't do that by the way don't bad bad taste bad praxis um (laughs) so the thing is i'm i'm here and i'm saying we need street trees uh but also street trees are bad for you what um you know how you know how sometimes you can't breathe um because (laughs) Uh i thought that was anxiety but i guess it's trees i guess it's trees okay cool i'll just remove trees (laughs) maybe not you particularly but there are people who can't breathe because of trees the issue the issue isn't 
trees, though. It's street trees. This is what I'm telling you. You can't breathe because of the street trees because America is sexist. Okay. I, I'm with you so far. So we've got, um, we've got, you know, picture yourself. It's um, 1930. Um, and you're standing there and you're like, I'm going to plat me out. Uh, this is the perfect time to start, um, start economic growth. I'm going to plat me out a city. And so you, you make this whole big city and you set up all these street trees and they're just play. You'd like go out, you'd go to a nursery or you go to, um, just like uproot a tree around, or there's already trees where you are and you just kind of leave the trees there. There's a lot of different ways that trees can be in cities. Um, but most of them, you just like go out and you're like, Hey dude, give me a tree. And they're like, here you go. Here's a tree. Um, and you don't like think too much about it. Maybe you're like, oh, my grandpa was from Germany, so I'm going to get this German elm. Um, I don't know if there's such a thing as a German elm. But like that's that's the extent of the thinking about it that you probably do. Right. And then you hear from the USDA in 1949. It's been a couple of years now. Um, you've got trees. You've got a city. And they're like, hey, by the way, um, don't you hate it when there's like stuff? on your streets and you're like jesus christ i hate when there's stuff on my streets Mm -hmm. um those seed pods those fruits sometimes there's fruit in the tree and then it falls on the ground and now there's fruit on the ground fruit on the ground that's bad fruit ew gross i don't want that i don't want to have to worry about cleaning that up that's like nasty yeah yeah and so the usda was like well the best way to get a clean city is um to to get male trees because male trees don't have fruit and they don't have seed pods and so they don't they don't leave their droppings all over the city um see i said the same thing about birds and you rejected me so except not with male birds just get rid of the birds because they leave their droppings everywhere right no trees right no birds no sexism we're good so you're saying you're making the same argument as the usda in 1949 oh boy (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't like the birds. And so, like, you know, whatever. The USDA can say what they want, they but I've got all my trees here. Um, <laughs> I don't want them watching me. The USDA would never advocate getting rid of birds because how else would they get information? So the USDA is like, hey, go out and get some male trees. And you're like, well, I don't care because I already have trees. And they leave their seed pods, but, like, whatever, it's fine. Um, but my, actually my grandpa was not from Germany. My other grandpa, um, was from the Netherlands. And so I've got a bunch of Dutch elms, uh, lining all of these streets. Cause I went out and I was like, man, Dutch elms are so cheap. And my grandpa was from the Netherlands time for some Dutch elms. So, you know, whatever. I don't care what the USDA says. I guess my new trees will all be male. Um, I can, you know, go to where the all of the specifically male cultivars that they have developed of trees that used to be, um, I don't know if the word is hermaphroditic for trees, but like that, but for trees where they've got some male bits and some female bits, they make the pollen, they make the seeds. And so, so they, they, the people, they took those hermaphroditic trees and they took only the male parts that make the pollen and they, they just grafted those on, and so now we've got a bunch of male trees that used to never have only male versions. 
But like, it doesn't matter because I've got Dutch elm trees and so whatever. Um, And then you skip forward a couple more years and now it's 1970 or so. And all of your Dutch elm trees have Dutch elm disease because why would you ever have a monoculture? Haven't we learned enough about monocultures to, to not do that? And so now all of your Dutch elm trees are dead. And you're like, well, I need to go get more trees. And so you get a whole bunch of male trees because that's what the USDA says you should do. Okay. Male trees make pollen, as I have mentioned. We've got trees. Those trees are male. They're making pollen. Where's that pollen going? Who knows? Not my problem. I'm the USDA, not the fucking government. Um, uh-huh. I'm the USDA, not the tree mom. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And so all that pollen's going somewhere, um, but it's definitely not going to the the flowers of female trees because uh, they don't they don't have any female trees. There's no female trees around in the city now. Let me tell you some things. Uh, the trees, the trees take in the toxins. Oh my god! <laughs> the trees take in the toxins, and then they need somewhere to put those toxins, so they put them in their pollen because they put them everywhere. Right. If you're a tree, you're just gonna store your toxins wherever they are. Um, you, you don't have a tree liver. Um, <laughs> you don't have a tree liver is my new life <laughs> motto. <laughs> And so this is um, this is what happens if you're if you're a male tree, you just take in the toxins and then they go in your pollen. Um, if you're a female tree, you could just just put all of that in your seeds and then your seeds fall on the ground and they don't fly into the air because um, that's very irresponsible to take all your toxins and just spew them in the air. Nasty. <laughs> but as I might have mentioned, there are no longer female trees in U.S. cities. Yes, and. We don't know where all the pollen is going, except now we do. Now we know where the pollen is going because, as I may have mentioned before, trees use static electricity to fuck. Oh, no. No. Female trees, uh, the flowers are negatively charged and the pollen gets positively charged. And so all of pollen gets attracted to the flowers except there aren't any flowers because there aren't any female trees so all of the pollen just gets stuck to the side of your car or into your nose with all of their toxins uh that's bad and that's why street trees are bad for you it's it's not because street trees are bad for you it's because america's sexist in case you were wondering uh the national american city transportation officials organization does not say anything about the sex of street trees of course not um why would that and i believe the usda no longer has such a hardline stance on it um but also trees live a long time and so all of the policies from the past still affect the present because they're they're a bunch of old old dude trees so the problem is trees are sexist if you want to think about what your city's like uh, maybe it's as great as portland is and they've got a street tree inventory where you can go and look up all of your street trees. Or maybe it's not that great and maybe it's just uh, Milwaukee. And Milwaukee <laughs> is apparently Tree City USA, but they don't know what their trees are. So I don't know what kind of Tree City USA that is. They have a single list of every single tree that the DPW has planted before. Um, the only one that's specifically demarked as male is the ginkgo. And you might say, Why? Uh, and the answer is 
ginkgo fruit from the female ginkgo smells like vomit. Okay. That's a decent reason. That was very, very interesting. So, Zach, is this your new, this is your new platform, though? This is my new thing. We need street trees, um, but currently street trees are sexist. So would you, uh, if, you, if given the opportunity to plant more trees, but they all have to be female trees or uh, male trees, what do you do? Plant more trees because there's like... That's ableist. There's still... Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. There's still ways that you can do toxin sequestration with trees, um, regardless of if they're male or female. Um, but like, it's I, there's there's a lot of problems. Yeah, I'm not the one you should be canceling. It's the USDA who literally uh, decided to segregate trees by gender. Zach, the government has been canceled for the entire. T- time that canceling has been a concept (laughs) but we keep watching their movies because art is art i guess i don't know what what movies has the government made recently dunkirk yeah propaganda mostly that one where daffy duck dreams he's a nazi (laughs) what are you talking about the one where Daffy Duck has a dream that he's a Nazi. I don't remember that one. Oh, Donald Duck. Not Daffy Duck. Donald Duck. Oh, yeah. No, that's the, lo- the Looney Tune is Daffy Duck. Uh, yeah, it exists. I've located it. I'm trying to... Re- <laughs> yeah, this is... I'm going to send this to you. Oh, boy. Um, uh, it's not... Skip nece- to a... What's It's up? not necessary, but okay. Uh, skip to about four minutes, 50 seconds. All right. An American animated anti-Nazi propaganda short film produced by Walt Disney. What the heck? Was made as an effort to sell war bonds. That makes sense. Oh, no. It won an Oscar. The Oscars are canceled, too, but that's not new. Okay, so I will say on the scale of canceled, Nazis are much higher than the government. However... I don't, I don't have a ho- however. Okay. It's just it's bad. Anyway, let's talk about milk. Is milk canceled? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> Thin is thought milk, ice. Is milk sexist? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, one second, Zach. I'm going to go get a glass of uh, Trader Joe's brand non-dairy oat beverage. Oat beverage? Uh-huh. Is returned with a with a glass of white beverage, presumably. I'll let you decide. You, uh, the listener, Jared, decide uh, how it is um, mm-hmm. from an ASMR perspective. <laughs> uh, podcast canceled. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. How many Daffy Ducks out of 10? A Daffy Duck is a good thing in this instance. I know he's been canceled, but like separate. No, Donald Duck is the Nazi. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, Daffy Duck isn't canceled then. Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched Looney Tunes in a long time, but I don't think it's entirely (laughs) a uh, PC, probably. Okay, so here's what I will say. 
For oat milk, it's pretty good. It's thick. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't taste the oat flavor, it's much better. Is this such that you can't taste the oat flavor? No, but if you like make it into hot chocolate or put it in your cereal mm. or coffee or something, like that's much better. Like just straight, it is it's fine. I can drink it. It's just I don't like the taste. Um mm-hmm. it's just a little bit too watery to be like on its own. Yeah. I feel that way about a lot of alternative milks that I don't usually feel like sitting down and drinking a nice tall glass of um oat beverage. But... Which like I might do with like whole milk. Like whole dairy milk. I uh-huh. would probably drink a whole glass uh, like a big tall glass of that. But I don't um I I much prefer it, I think I would say, in things like hot chocolate or in my coffee. Okay, so how many Daffy Ducks, which is a good thing, out of ten? Six. Six out of ten Daffy Ducks. And now, a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Intermodal means truck trailers are uncoupled, loaded onto flatbed rail cars, and reconnected to trucks when they arrive for a shorter trip to their final destination. This has been a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Zach, if people want to call you sexist, where can they find you? If you want to call me sexist, or if you use a different definition of intermodal um you can always reach out to me i'm on twitter at 